The Acting Brunch. Hi, John. Thanks for joining me today on The Acting Brunch. How's it going, mate? Nice one, Drew. Thanks for asking me. Um, yeah, I'm sad. Yourself? Good. Yeah, I'm all good. All good. All good. Really looking forward to speaking to you, mate. So I just want to, just to set the table to start off with, like, just want to introduce you, sort of, you're, you're an actor and comedian from Liverpool. You've got a great list of credits already, um, acting-wise, being in uh, shows like Tim Star, uh, Coronation Street, Little Boy Blue, you're recently in Time as well, that was on with yeah. Stephen Graham, um, which was great. Uh, plus, you also started a hugely popular uh, series of web series during the lockdown over the last year, which has then grew into, a, a phen- I'm going to call it a phenomenon, mate, because it has been... <laughs> <laughs> Um, really huge viral uh, video which has developed into a sort of web series and it's moved on to the point where you've actually performed your own one-man show in Liverpool recently and you've got got dates up uh, upcoming too plus plus obviously you've done so much more mate so I'm looking forward to chatting to you so uh, yeah where do we start uh, for, for me like I'm, I'm interested in your uh, regarding you with your acting like sort of how acting for a start is that something that you've always wanted to 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 to, to do or is it something that you, you came across later on well it's always something that okay so I started 15 years ago but up to that mm-hmm. point it was always something I thought I could do but I never done nothing about it so I always thought yeah. I'll do it later on I'll do it later yeah, I'll do yeah. it when I'm older blah blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. anyway I um, when I was 19 20 I started to learn to be a barber and then within the next four years I like, moved around different shops to build up confidence and knowledge to open my own. So I opened my own barber's sweeps in Walton, which is still going to town, it's great. And uh, But anyway, about two years into opening a shop, I used to have this customer that used to come in and he used to, um, he's like, I, I want to do acting, John, I want to do acting, come with me, come with yeah. me. Like, I'm, I was just so focused on my business. It, yeah. it wasn't for me, but I did, it wasn't the right time. Yeah. And uh, he oh, come with me, I was going, ah, da, 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 da. Anyway, one day he come in to get his hair cut and went, I've booked you an audition for the acting school in Manchester next Friday yeah. and you're coming. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Anyway, so I thought, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. So I can't swear, can I? You swear all you like, mate. That's fine. <laughs> so I thought, fuck it. Anyway, um, so I got, I got like Manchester School of Acting, it was Mark Hudson. And I got oh, yeah. um, I got an audition fucking script and all that. I mean, man, I learned a script and that. I'm thinking, this is mad. So then I went to this audition and um, I, got, I walked in the room and, like, that was a weird environment for me. It was well stepping out of my comfort zone. And then um, I was apologising to them and all that, saying, I've never done this before, because I felt... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I got into school and I'd done the first class and stuff, blah, blah, blah. It was all right. I just We just all met each other. Then the second class... This was sort of a big moment for me. The second class, we learned a script. I can't remember what it was. And we all used to get paired up. And it paired up with a girl called Claire Dean. And it was quite dramatic. This, well, I'm dramatic. It was, a, it was like a couple, so there was a lot of emotion in it. And then um, I remember performing with this girl. And this is the moment I sort of fell in love with it. It's literally like I got lost in that moment. And it was like there was this, I've described it like this loads of times. I really let myself go. And it was like it was like I was in the middle of a tornado. That sounds weird. But everything else other than this place become blurred. And I come out of it. And I was like, and everyone was like that. And everyone was going, I want to work with you next week. And I thought, 
I like this. I liked it. And yeah, um, yeah, yeah. people say Acton's is sort of true, and this is sort of there's a misconception with Acton, and I don't know whether you'd agree with it or not. People say Acton's a chance to escape being you, but it's not, it's the opposite. It's a chance to actually be you, I think. It's a chance to let everything go and just like your flaws and your emotions and stuff. So yeah, I think it's a yeah. chance to be you. And Absolutely. then um, and I think that's what I fell in love with. Because I think at the time I had a lot of expectations on me with my barbers, blah, 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 blah. And mm. it was a chance to drop all the fucking act and the bullshit and live in this fucking life I thought I wanted to live. And mm. it was a chance to just be me. <clears throat> But at the yeah. time, you think it's a chance to be someone else, but it's not. It's a chance yeah. to be. I like that. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with that, mate. And from you, so you did your training um, at, at, at MSA, and how long was you was you training for? So you got you got the taste for it then. Did you start to? Yeah, I was. Yeah, and I, I went down well on MSA, and I was so passionate about it. And every Friday we went, and that was the highlight of my week. And I've met yeah. some really good friends in there that I still speak to today. Um. So about a year in, um, like there was David Shaw in there, and I could see all these people oh, yeah. getting agents and stuff like that. And I'm like, but my, my, my attitude at the time was like, people like me don't go off and go on the telly. Hmm. You know what I mean? That was just a low self-esteem, yeah. um, working class mentality. And I think that a lot of that holds a lot of us back. Yeah. Anyway, I just happened to know an agent in London because me ex, me kid's mum, yeah, like dad's second cousins and agents. So I thought, well, I've met her, I'll apply to her. Yeah. But I told her very early on that I, I when I started acting, and I sent an email, was, we're starting acting. And she was like, and she told me later on, she was like, shit, fuck, <laughs> he's going to want me to fucking take him on now. And, I, and I'm going <laughs> to come and I say no and all that. So she was never, ever going to take me on. So I thought, when the time come, I thought, I'll apply to her. So I applied to her, and she messaged David Shaw and stuff like that, and David Shaw said to her, take a chance on him. He's actually all right. So she took me on. I didn't expect her to, but she did tell me later on, I was never, ever taking you on, and I was dreading the day you were going to ask. Anyway, she took me yeah. on, and then um, what happened then? MSA. Weird one in MSA, and it's one of these things that I can never get my head around. Well, so what happens? Do you, do you have a call? But that makes it exclusive for them. I think they have this call where they get rid of all the students and get new students. And there was a, so there was this there was this class where we had to prove ourselves and we had to like do the whatever. Okay. So I went in. It was with David Shaw, and I done my bit. And David Shaw went round the class and said to everyone, "This is this is the, the night we're getting tested. Who was the most believable? Who did you who did you?" What was the most enjoyable and believable um, scene? And everyone's, I, I'd say 90% said me. So I thought to myself, fucking sad. I'm fucking in. Anyway, so we had to wait like three weeks to find out if we're getting back in the school. And I never got back in. Really? I never got back. But loads of other people who, in my opinion, sorry, were shite, got back in. I always wondered why did I ever get back in? Mm. But I don't know. I was quite liked in that school. Hmm. I was quite liked, and um, I don't know for whether it was too. I had too much of a mouth on me. No, no, not about the way cheeky, but I might have been influential in there, and I don't know whether they were threatened by that. But I love the place, you know what I mean? So yeah. that's the only thing I can come up with. Um, so, yeah, anyway, so I started, got with my agents, sound, 
Um, first ever job I went up for was a... Well, I started doing film production at this point okay. in LMA in Liverpool. I think I was the first person to ever sign up for LMA. Because in my head at the time, yeah. I thought, if I want to be an actor, I need to learn about how it all works. Yeah, that's yeah. not really... You don't really have to do that, but that's just how I fucking work. So when I done film production and... Um, I got an audition and it was for the right stuff for the ident for the right stuff first ever one and I oh, went yeah. up and I got it I got it wow. I got the job and I was like wow got me fucking first job anyway I filmed it felt like a superstar and then he fucking he cut it so I was never on the telly on that one <laughs> but um, <laughs> then I kept got the job <laughs> yeah so I start I went up yeah so after that I went up for thirty commercials. No, we did. Sorry, I went off about 20, 25 commercials and never got one. Mm. Then one day, the penny dropped. I realised what you had to do. And then, so I've got a mate who's a casting director, Dan Roberts, and he told me this. He said, you, you've got a great hit rate. He says, do you realise for every commercial, about 700 people are put forward. So to finish in the top one is quite good. Yeah. So after the yeah. penny dropped... I got four in a row after that. Boom, boom, boom on the bounce. Yeah, I did. That's mad. And then, but in, while I was doing that 20 commercials, I went up for a film called Will, um, which it was like a yeah. big 30 million pound film with Bob Hoskins and Damien Lewis. And um, I got the fucking job. So they flew me to Istanbul for three weeks. Shared the trailer with Kenny Dalglish. So That's me being... Oh, was that about... That was about the... About Liverpool, wasn't it? The football... Yeah, I never done football. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was a flap. But um, it was still a great experience. And um, what was I going to say then? Yeah, so I went one minute, I'm cutting air. Next minute, I'm in fucking Istanbul. Yeah. It, like in this big fucking massive film. Like, I'm like, no way. But then it sort of went from there, really. And then, um, yeah, I've done... It, since then, I've done 30 commercials now. I um I tend to I'm trying to stay away from them now because I don't know I think it's great money and and I've travelled the world I've literally travelled the world but I want to put my energy into the TV bits now and I want to encourage my agent to put me into the TV stuff and yeah yeah films. well I've I've done lots anyway. I think I've got about twenty one credits on IMDb so exactly which is brilliant and I think because I do remember you doing a commercial actually because it was it was uh, it was quite standout a McDonald's one and I remember it was like a yeah. thing and everyone was going oh, Mc, it was because of the it was the Liverpool accent laying at the end of Mc yeah. everything oh, it was great yeah so it's good you've done some some, some great ones that's awesome like. But um, so yeah, so you, you've carried on to you. Let me tell you what yeah, the thing was. What the what? So is is so okay? So when I started acting, I remember a customer saying to me in the barbers, he went to me. He, I, he sat. I sat. On the, he sat on the chair, but the guy around he went. Do you want to be an actor? And I went, yeah. And he went, we're well, not exactly fucking Brad Pitt, are you? Oh, and I, yeah. I thought, what the fuck? Well, <laughs> So this is people's attitude towards yeah. acting and stuff like that. And then, yeah. so I'd go, and it, yes, it fucking does my head in when I go into a casting. And then you'll be speaking to someone outside and you'll be like, you know all right, mate? And you're chatting. And when you go into the room, they're a completely fucking different person. Yeah. It's going to sound all thing, you know, but there's what I realised the key is to be yourself. A yeah. casting director, a director, a producer you might know them in a different way. It might be um, you might be a fella you sit next to in a pub. And if you're not an actor and he's a producer, you're not impressed. 
but actors have been intimidated by this. Yeah. And what they do, they put on this fake, they put on this act. Yeah. Just be for themselves, because they're just normal yeah. people like us. And, and they, they want you to be themselves. You want, they want yeah, you to be yourself. They want, be able, they want to be able to work yeah. with you. They don't want yeah. to smell desperation and they fucking run a mile. Yeah. So that's what I realised. So, like, I'm, I know I'm going on a bit, but I, I got this, I used to work for Act for TV in Liverpool as a, as a tutor. Mm. And there was this fella, Simon. Um, so I'm there with Michael Jackson, the casting director, and we're, we're auditioning people for this school. And this fella comes in, Simon, from Wales. Very middle class. He's very, you know, hi, you okay? And he comes in. I haven't got no fucking degrees and all. And I just turn up at the fucking classes and auditions. And um, so Simon comes in and he goes, I've got this. Um, I've done this. I trained here. I've done this. Da-da-da. Da-da-da-da-da. And then um, he do, his performance is fucking brilliant. And he walks out and I look at Michael and I went, what the fuck do you want me to teach him? And he goes, knock it out of him. And I went, what? So I was always intimidated by Simon. Um, because I thought he's brilliant, and he's yeah. looking at me thinking he's a fucking blagger. Him, he's just, <laughs> I'm traveling from Wales every week, paying them this, and he's fucking he has anyway. The time come where Michael Jackson he he he, he got rid of a few people out of the school, me and Charlie. I still don't fucking know why, <laughs> but um, um anyway. But Simon phones me. I started to get on with Simon really well, but this is my point. Yeah. Simon phones me and goes, um, hi, John, it's Simon. He said, I heard you're not coming back to school. I went, no. And he goes to me, well, just to let you know, I won't be coming back. And I went, why? He said, I've been doing this now, John, for about 15 years. And he said, I got a part on Coronation Street today. I've just got off the phone with me agent. He confirmed me. And he said, I wouldn't have got that job if it wasn't for you. And I went, why is that? He said, because I went in and I started speaking about my cat and I started speaking about me painting my fence. Yeah. Uh, I, I would paint my shit. I said, I just, I was just, I've just learned to just be fucking me. Yeah. I just yeah, yeah. be me and not go in and try and second guess what he wants or, mm. you know, put a fake version of myself yeah. up. And he yeah. said, that I've, this is what I've realized. And Simon spoke to him yesterday, actually, but Simon gets regular work and, it's, that, that's what I'm on about, it's about being your fucking self. Brilliant. That's a great, a great story, she said. You know, someone who probably wouldn't have done that originally and just something, just a simple adjustment. Be yourself. Yeah. It's not hard, yeah. is it? And what's, you that's know, the, the results come. He had all the skills. He's got it, because clearly I was intimidated by him. Yeah. He had all the skills, but he just didn't know. That was the that was the point that he couldn't get past. In the room, like, yeah. When yeah, yeah, in yeah. The room, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's awesome, man. So, yeah, so you taught at Act for TV for a while. So, did you go to the, the Manchester one as well? Did you ever did you go to classes? After LMA, there? never had me back. Um, not LMA, fucking MSA. Oh, right. Uh, I went to DNA. Wait! Yeah. DNA. Yeah. <laughs> I went to DNA with, with, um... with Darren. Did you do classes? Darren Gordon, Darren? yes, Darren yeah, Gordon. Yeah. And then we were talking about this before we come on. That's how yeah, we saw it. We sort of passed in there because we were, must have been classes at different nights or we something. Saying, yeah, we were friends yeah. on social media and whatever. And I've always yeah. knew who he was. But then I was thinking on the way up before. I, was going, I don't know whether we've actually fucking met. <laughs> most memories in my head. Just, <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's like, it. All the time. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, and then I went to L... I went to L... The DNA to then. TV after there. Yeah. Then I started my own class um, in Liverpool... And it was okay. great. Yeah, it was going fucking fantastic. 
But then Michael Jackson approached me and said, would you be interested in coming to work for us? He right. must have been seeing what I was doing. Yeah. And um, so I left there because obviously I felt that was a step up. I'm working for top casting directors. Oh, it's an opportunity for me to be seen, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But it, it never worked out. I didn't do nothing wrong. I just think the school went going in the direction. Just wasn't. But that's it. It's experience, isn't it, that you've, you know, by at least you yeah, know, yeah. Took, the, took the chance going there and the, with the, the right the right intention and that, so, which is awesome. So you've got, uh, which is great. So you've, you've done like, you've been, been at some cracking hit rates with the commercials and stuff and you've managed to get some some really good i've loved how you've built a lovely cv over the years of appearances or some cracking shows you've been in uh, coronation street a couple of times as well i know because when i was looking at your, your cv you, you've had a rick is it it's a delivery uh, so you've done yeah, a couple it's, of it's like a, yeah it's like a reoccurring character it's usually once a year never happened last year but um i think when the casting director sees delivery guys, they go, Oh, you'll get John back in. Yeah, so I come yeah. in, I'm not just like, I'm not an extra, I come in, I no, have a little no, bit of back Yeah, and of course. Then but you know, you never know. That might develop into something else. Exactly, and that's that's the thing. But it's just some some cracking um, cracking roles. I remember you were in Little Boy Blue as well. Always the experience yeah. like working in that because I, I, obviously that's a story close to everyone's heart and that and being you know you being a part because you you were you were a policeman in that wasn't you? I remember you doing like an interview. Like, what was it? Or the warder and um, warder was it? Was it warder? Yeah, one of the lads confessed to me. That's so right. It was quite a crucial scene. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Do you know what, dude? That was episode three. There was four episodes. Episode four, I had this scene in the courtroom, right? It was fucking brilliant. Boss yeah. acted me fucking socks off. And um, oh, they cut it, man. It was oh, such a they? brilliant. Yeah, they're all hailing abuse at me and everything. And I, re- I fucking done well. But anyway, so what else have I done? I've done Cuckoo with Andy Sandberg. Um, well, it was well. Um, Did I see you were moving on? As well, if you don't, yeah, a little part moving on, on with yeah. Johnny Vegas, he yeah. was and Jason Mansford as well. Yeah, yeah, Brilliant. what else? I forgot about moving on, cuckoo. What else? I oh, just, just, fucking, just <laughs> and um, we were because we were talking about it uh, with with Tin Star as well. You had to, you, I remember you as the bucky in that one because we were, we didn't, we were, I was in the first half as a little bro, but you had, I, I, I loved see your, that I had. yeah, I loved it. Like, it was, uh, the old, the old bucky's, like, it was, uh, it was a belt of that one. So, so, so more of attraction, get on this. I like the story. Um, I was in my coffee shop one day and some, some fellow comes in and he's talking to me. He goes, ah, oh, what this was years ago. He goes, I watched this since, yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, what's that? He went, fucking watch you. Set in Canada, yeah, it's fucking busy, yeah. yeah. And he's fucking sick, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And I went, oh, yeah, I saw a go. And I was being polite. And I went, I'll write it down, yeah. I'll put it in my notes in my phone. So I put it in my notes in my phone. And whenever I've got a new iPhone, I never put notes in my phone. So so when I get a, every time I get a new iPhone, all the information transfer. So whenever I go on my phone or whenever I swipe my phone, it's Satan Star. Because I'd wrote it in my notes. Yeah, yeah. And then four years later, I'm sit- standing there with the main star of Tin Star in Tin Star, filming for Tin Star, telling her that story. She said, that's a lot of attraction, that. And I said, yeah. I, know, I know, I might do one for Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Little did I know. She was one of the main fucking characters in fucking Star Wars. She was, yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah. Gen- uh, Genevieve, yeah. She was, was a, a cunt saying that. She was a- 
she's great and she's a lovely absolutely lovely and really encouraging as well you know like you know like she's a strong woman eh? oh absolutely strong woman eh? (laughs) (laughs) she was she was great actor yeah me too me too but absolutely (laughs) she was lovely lovely great actor um Um, so yeah no so they've had some cracking credits and i want to talk about as well because um I know you've written your own stuff as well, uh, and I'm, I want to move on to the regarding the the, the lockdown videos, the Corona mums, etc. But you've written before, um, haven't you? Like you had, I remember you did a short scene or a short film, and you were in a church and stuff. Have yeah, you I've seen that. Yeah, I seen that. It was I was really, I seen it a couple of years ago, must have been when you put it on, and I went back to have a little look at it. Like so it was cracking little cracking little short that. And have you done many other shorts yourself as well? And and the writing side of thing, which is obviously the creative part of you, but the, the writing's what I want to get into to lead us on, on to... to well, I'll, I'll tell you about that. If there's any actors out there who are starting out or anyone who's been doing it for years and who's frustrated. Now, it's a lot of averages in this. So I, I, in the last 15 years, I must have travelled to London. I reckon, no words of a lie, I reckon about 350 to 400 times. I reckon that's how many times I've travelled for auditions, right? And yeah. I told you, I've got, I've done thirty commercials, and I've got twenty-one credits on my IMDb. Now that's, I, that's not a bad, that's not bad, but compared to that many auditions, that's the average, you know. That that's yeah. not a lot. So I, so that's fifteen years. I could do that for another fifteen years through, and not get this break. Yeah. And I'm there with knobs on every casting. The train fares are hundred pound alone. Yep. And then you've got whatever else. And then you mean taking your time off work. So it costs you a lot of money. But yep. people don't see this. Um, anyway, I could go on and on and on and on and on. Smiley face, be John, blah, 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 do me shit. And I'm never going to get the break, right? So I thought, and it was frustrating. Here's an example. I used to run marathons, right? So if I want to get faster in a marathon, get a faster marathon time, that's down to me. So I've got to train more. And I've got to run faster in order to be faster. But that is down to me. So no matter how many times I go to London, no matter how many times I nail an audition, it's not in my hands. So no matter how much effort and work, so over time that can get frustrating. Does that make sense? 100%. Yeah, it's not in my hands. It's always down to someone else. Anyway, so I I, I spoke to Dan Roberts, the same, the casting director. I said, Dan, what do we need to fucking do here? And he went, well, look at all the big names, John, like Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, blah, 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 blah. Mark Warburg, fucking Matt Day. He said, look at them, right? They produce their own stuff. And a lot of them did. They develop it. They do this and that. He said, that's what you need to do. Yeah. So I thought, okay, so I can't go out. I can't go make a fucking 50 million pound film from the off. So you need to start small. So yeah. my plan was, was to write a short film and then go to the BFI hopefully get funding, hopefully do well with it and build that way. Yeah. So I wrote this short film called Just and I spotted this floor in the Catholic church. It's about limbo and um, it's basically a child who's not baptised will not go to heaven. Mm. You go to a place called limbo, which isn't fair really because it's not fair that that kid's um, damned, you know what I mean? And so it's about the father, you know, he's he's done all the rules of the Catholic Church. He's done this, got married, done this, da, 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 and he's still, unfortunately, his child's got to go to limbo. No matter how good he is, he, if and he goes to heaven, 
he'll never get, get to meet his child. So it's sort of talking about the frustration. And people still unconsciously live that lifestyle of a Catholic. It's like, because I grew up in that environment, so um, like eating meat on a good Friday. Yeah. It's like people eat, if people eat meat on a good Friday, they'll go, oh, I've just had fucking meat. Yeah. <laughs> it's there's still a sense of guilt. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm sort of talking about. Yeah. Like people... Anyway, so my idea was blah blah blah. Do this. So we wrote, we created that one that you've seen. That was just to send the BFI as part of our uh, application. That's all that was. Yeah, we yeah. were never going to thingy that. We wanted to get money to film that properly. To make, yeah, yeah, yeah. And being from Liverpool, and being from I'm from Walton, and Liverpool is a really deprived area. Um, that sort of we looked at the criteria, and that they're strong. You know, do you want people working class people? Do do, do you want to invest in them nowadays yeah. same with the bbc and all that um so anyway thought we're in for a chance so filmed it blah 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 lockdown come shit oh, Fuck. yeah so yeah. that sort of we could have waited you know what i mean but in the meantime that's where all this fucking corona mums thing come about yeah 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 so time to, to talk about uh corona mums so tell us about how that all started because you know and what was the what was your your reasoning for doing it when leading up to lockdown like the, the week before we were going into something that we've never it was unknown territory wasn't it mm. but like i'm just very observational i don't even realize really i think i think working in the barbers for so long you see so many characters and you, you sort of learn to just step back and just observe you know what i mean yeah um so and i grew up in a pub as well and i've done the same type of thing there so you get to know you get to know these people. Anyway, so leading up to lockdown, people's behaviour started to change and people were prepping for lockdown like it was Christmas. You know, like, they were, you know, like Christmas Eve in the shop where everyone's fucking mad and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. ...stocking up on all kinds of crazy shit. And it was the same type of thing. And I, I like, I just, I woke, I was on this couch. I'd slept on the couch that night and I woke up in the morning. Because if you look on the video, I've got on top on it. I literally just woke up. And I do this video with these two women... I've done it as an as a Instagram story. So one right. speaks, the other one speaks, one speaks, the other one speaks. And it's like, I start off with this woman where she's meeting a mate and she bumps into a mate in Iceland and she's like, you're all done for lockdown. It's like, oh, I've only got to get a few <laughs> But I had these little nuances like, bit, you know, all right? Yeah. Which people in Liverpool speak like that. People don't even realise they speak like that until I fucking show it. Yeah, and yeah. It, <laughs> so it's like, yeah. I'm like, you know, going to Chicago town, pizzas, love. You know, and all that. Yeah. Anyway, I've just done that little video fucking about. And yeah. um, I, what is it done as an Instagram story? And then it, I thought, I'll put that on my Facebook. So I took the story and put it on my Facebook. And it went mad. Yeah. It went semi-viral. And yeah. then I've done another one about Mother's Day, talking about fucking lockdown, fucking lockhead. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, you know, I'm going out there. And then, um, <laughs> I was doing them and I'd done them every couple. I knew people were loving it because... Lockdown, we were all locked down, and I don't know, I had a captive audience, and then I yeah. done one where I was I was in the barbers looking for so I think it was looking for me council tax number to get a grant because yeah, yeah. and then yeah. um anyway, so I opened this drawer and there's a wig in there, Kenny Corona wig. That's the wig. Is that that that's right, right? Yeah, but we put me and my mate bought that ages ago because we were gonna do like a scouse caveman sketch, and then but then <laughs> And then um, I, I thought, right, Karen's got a fella, so I'll come home. And I, I put the wig on and, and 
I've done this little sketch with the boyfriends and girlfriends, and it was funny. And but then at the time, everyone's talking about five G conspiracy theories. This That's is a scam. Right. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. Well, I picked up on it all, and then I just done this black video where I'm like, lads, COVID nineteen, yeah, lads, and I just done this <laughs> just made it up as it was going along. Anyway, yeah. that went fucking viral. To it fuck, blew up, didn't it? Absolutely that, blew up. That was the one that really, yeah. yeah like I was in the Asda, and I think there was these taxi drivers, and like I'm walking past and I'm watching my video. I was like, wow, and they're all laughing their heads off. I'm like, this is mad. It's everywhere. It was, my Instagram just went fucking mad. It yeah. went mad. It's great though, because what you would do, because it was it was great relief at the time for everyone, and it, it was so funny. But it was because it was all you, and obviously you got the wig on, and then you've got the t- but people wouldn't knew the characters are going. I can relate to that. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like that, especially. especially know. Yeah, especially Liverpool. But you could, I think, even outside of Liverpool, you can get even different. You know, you could you could pick up on the type of people who they are and and yeah, the kind of characters, it. which is great. Like so, amazing, mate. So that's well, just from a, there. Sorry, no, go on, carry on, carry on. From there, um. I done another. You had Karen Kirsty, and then you had Kenny. Then I done a video where Karen comes round looking for toilet roll because he's been stopped by the police. He's scared to go to the shop. Um, blah blah blah. Because you only you were only allowed once out once a day at that point. And yeah. then she go. Karen goes for toilet roll, and it turns out Karen and a, Karen's best friend has been having an affair with a fucking fella. So he kind of worm. So. I just done random videos, but then that created a storyline. Yeah, and then yeah. I developed. The people are invested yeah. then, aren't they? So they're like, they want yeah. to know more. So the, the pressure's on you then to. And then Kenny, <laughs> yeah. And then Kenny gets caught, and then she does this big, big fucking thing where she, she catches her out. She gets a pissed on purpose, and then Kenny goes <laughs> missing. And it's like, have you seen Kenny Corona? And then there was this. I done this Sky News report. We had Leanne yeah, Cameron, yeah. Sullivan in it. Um, uh, but then I was a chance to bring new characters in. I brought yeah. Superintendent Halo and Craig. Craig Lovechild, who's Karen's brother. Is, is he the one he from Birkenhead? The yeah, Birkenhead yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. Or the Whittle. Yeah. But I based, I based that yeah. Sky News thing on Shannon Matthews. I was really? just thinking about the <laughs> Shannon Matthews thing. Because, you know, she went really kidnapped. That's our state, so it's not like... <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> So he looks like Craig Meenan, who was Karen Matthews' boyfriend. That's so I right. based him on him, yeah. Craig. I know a lot of people know that. Brilliant. That's a great one, though. That's great. So, that, so they started, like, uh, when you started doing them, because the, like, obviously people, you said, like, like Dean Sullivan will get wanting to get or getting involved with people you know and stuff. But, like, because the production value suddenly went, Awesome when you see like the sky news. Next thing you've got like it was like a uh, Netflix or like Netflix, and then it was uh, yeah. it was really like really good um the, the spoof stuff for that kind of stuff that people were just really loving at the time. I I have to hmm? I, I'd like because like like there's a guy who's gone viral now, um Queen of Scotty Rose, and he's like times are hard and friends if you so I understand what happens when things hmm. go viral, hmm. but I believe unless he does something as good, it'll just everything, everything's got a little shelf life and it fades out. Yeah. If someone is saying that, probably could call me a comfort saying that, but it's true. <laughs> but I, I knew this and I thought, right, I need to make this better. I need to make the last one better. I need to make the yeah. next one better than the last one. Or yeah. I could have just sat in that one and just enjoyed it and thought, no, mm. this is an opportunity. This Absolutely. so everyone, so I wanted to make it better every time, and I believe it did. Um, yeah, 100%. and then we finished the last one where. You get fat, the 
he finds out where Kenny is, they rescue him. Bear in yeah. mind, I'm playing like every character. Yeah, that's yeah. the <laughs> 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 and then um, and then I put it to bed then I put it I thought right I've enjoyed it kill it now fucking kill yeah. it because things get you know you bow out that's what, I, yeah. that's what I'd like to do so anyway I bowed out and I left it and then everyone was asking for more so I thought right okay I'm going to take it in a different direction I'm going to base it on his friend Derek so it was yeah. who's Derek and then we've done this video where Derek knocks at this girl's house knocks at Kenny's house and his little girls he's selling drugs he, um, <laughs> and the little girls, it's all like that. What do you want me to have for? Derek having this argument with this intelligent kid. Now that, that went fucking viral again. Yeah. And it was like fucking hell, it's kicked off again. So that went fucking super viral. And then we done another one. And then I brought in this other character. Uh, so it went viral like three times. I brought in Turkey Teeth. Oh, Turkey my favourite. Fuck off. Yeah. And, yeah. So everywhere I go, it's Al Ali. Oh yeah, this is because that's just for those who don't know his catchphrase. How are we? You've got to check because they're all on there. on YouTube or the the Corona yeah, videos John on the, John Mayway. Or if you go on Instagram, it's that John May. Yeah, that John May. So you can check out all the videos. with Turkey Teeth's great because he's got the uh, the Turkey Teeth in the wig and everything. I'm basically trolling Liverpool. I'm just yeah. showing people of Liverpool what they like. Yeah, and that's why everyone, you know what funny Drew? It's the people who the mostly like go. You come up to me and go, funny, that's it. He's like, and I, in my head, it's all because you know, I'm thinking, I've half based on you. Yeah, they go, yeah. <laughs> they go, you get people like that, don't you, in real life, the dickheads. And I'm like, <laughs> 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 so, yeah, I'm throwing, I'm showing a mirror up to Liverpool. I think that's what I'm doing. Yeah, we're, and, we're good at laughing at ourselves, though. That's just great, isn't it? Like, yeah, that's it. That's what scouts <laughs> do. And then what happened then? I was done Turkey, but I, I mean, brother went to get his teeth done in Turkey. And uh, I went with him. So I done Turkey and Turkey. And that, that's <laughs> fucking that's gone relish. Yeah. Brilliant. I love it, mate. It's great. It's because it's but well, what you've done as well, also you are creating at the same time. It's great for you. And you know, and and you you're slowly building and 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 profile-wise, it's been fantastic for you. And you've developed now into you you, you had a one-man show in Liverpool last year. So and that's you playing every single character in this show of all the, the ones based on, on the on the, the universe you've created yeah. as well. So tell us a bit how did that start to develop and what made you decide, you know what, I want to take this to the stage. What was the what was your thoughts for that? Well we we done another thing I just because we done something with, um what was it called? What was it called? Come together Liverpool come together Christmas Liverpool this guy in oh. contact me. Yeah, but we raised with the videos, we raised seventy thousand pounds at Christmas. That's um, incredible. For, yeah, for families who were um just, you know, because people were struggling. So yeah. I'm quite proud of that. So we done we done Kenny's Christmas carol. So instead of Scrooge, that's it was right. Kenny. Yeah, yeah that's we had, right to remember now. We had loads of names in it. We had Drew Schofield, um Jake Abraham, Paul Smith Joker, Jazza Dickens, Tony Bellew, Pete Price. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, we had loads, loads. so we all got together and we made this, and it went down a storm. But while this was going on, this well, it was just before that. This guy, uh, Craig, gets in touch with me, he's like a manager and a, an events organizer. He says, Would you be interested in doing a stand up? Mm. And I'm like, No, I'm not a stand up crazy, and um, blah blah blah. And he, I, I just kept ignoring him. And then, um, one day I just went, Yeah, there's my number, just phone me. And, and he phoned me and I thought, fuck, oh shit. Mm -hmm. Hey, mate, you okay? Anyway, he sort of talked me into it. 
And he went, just do stand up, John May Live, and we'll do this, and we'll do that. And I went, go on then. I was like, what? I've never never done nothing like this before. Anyway, um, yeah, I ended up writing a two-hour, one-man show, produced it, performed it, and it was a success. And I, I've never done I've never done it before. So Fantastic. creating that and having it a success with no experience, I'm pretty proud of myself. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent, mate. Should be, be and it's and it's great as well in your learning as you go. It's, it's just sets you nicely in, instead for the future and what and more what you can develop as well. And you've created your own the, your characters, your own work, your show, everything now. So just again, you know, there's, there's, it's exciting times ahead for you, mate. Well, going back to what I was saying before, this isn't about being. I think some people. What I'm about to say, I, I don't mean it this way. It's not about being famous or recognizable. No, no. That's a secondary thing. That's your profile, and your profile no. could potentially give you a career. So it is important to it's have that. Yeah, yeah. So, but I, I'm walking around Liverpool, and it's mad because everyone seems to know who I am. No. Now I've got a point. What what I mean here, everyone seems to know who I am. Um. And that's not because it was on a TV show. That's not because it was on a film. This was the stuff I relied on other people to give me. People recognise yeah. me because of something I've created. Yeah. And yeah. I've created my own um, platform. Yeah, yeah. Do you get what I mean? 100%. So I've created that. And so I'm proud of that as well. And I, I fucking created it. So I'm picking myself up, you know, but I'm just stating facts. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I created it one of the worst times in the last fucking hundred years as well. So I've done it. I created this in a really hard time as well. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm just I'm just saying this for other actors. It's honestly, if you really wanna, if you really wanna make it, I'm not saying I've made it, but you know, hopefully I'm a few steps ahead than what I was. Yeah, yeah. But you can either sit rounds and hopefully get your break, and if you get it, well done. But I think that you've got to make it happen yourself. Yeah, you've got it. Some. And make people start coming to you then, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it attracts it, doesn't it? I think that's yeah, great. It's great advice. Yeah. yeah. Great advice. And it, and it just shows, you said, people do, people sit and wait for that phone to ring and complain that it's not ringing. I want you to, you know, again, great example of, of, of just going oh. out there and... Mate, there's so many actors who are. I'm I'm pretty transparent, me too, and I, I'll be honest. I see them, I see them on Facebook, I see them around. There's, there's a lot of bitter actors who are moaning that they're not getting work or they're not doing that. But it's like, well, I'm sorry about that, mate. You know what I mean? So if you want to be bitter, that's hate. That's going to cause you pain. Go and do something about it. Absolutely. I could have got bitter. I could have got bitter. I'm doing this, doing this, doing this. I go, I'm not doing it anymore. But no, go go and do something, go and be creative, and go. Even if it is, look, I I started doing it with a mobile phone as an Instagram yeah. story, and then I, it developed. Yeah, and now I'm yeah. going on tour. I'm That's going incredible. on tour doing a live show. That's incredible, mate. And you said you don't need. It's not like you need this expensive equipment. Any actor who's got like self tape equipment now, again, just shows you've got the minimum of equipment yourself to start making stuff and just just doing things. You know, I won an award during lockdown. I won an international. Award, um, what was it? Um, Mandy.com. It was a oh, short, yeah. it was a short film award, but it was just a Kenny Corona sketch. But oh, I won okay. it, I, I won out to thousands of people. There you go. But I won 500 quid, and you know what I've done? I bought a camera, yeah, invested so it back in. After, yeah, that's it. Everything after that, because I was fucking skin trip. Do you know what I mean? Everything after that, I thought, no, because I thought, well, that sketch has made me win that. 
So therefore, I'll invest it back in the sketch. So again, talking about the you know getting better, it was because I invested back into it. Yeah, and yet I think and that's five hundred pounds on a night out, but I never bought the camera. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You go and there you go, mate, and it's more the benefit the, the benefits for your you know for your for the for your career is it it's it speaks for itself and what about um so you, you're taking the the show onto onto tour on a onto tour on the tour as well when's that when's that going to be is that going to be this is going to be this year yeah it's in october yeah we um we done the first four shows and it was hanging 34 and we were all allowed 200 people a night because mm. restrictions the, still at the time yeah yeah which was do you know what which was which was fine um because that was the first, because when the first night when I went out, I was fucking shitting myself, mate, shitting myself. Um, and over the four nights, I learned a lot. Look, I've got a lot to learn, but I've got a lot to learn. I'm not going to turn around saying, oh, no, because I fucking don't. Um, but I'm glad, I'm glad we've done that first because that, that's taught me. Yeah. It's taught me a lot. But anyway, I'm glad we've done that. So now we're going to Glasgow. Dublin, Cardiff, London, wow. and we've got two or maybe three big shows in the Olympia, and I think oh, they're eleven people, eleven hundred people a night. So we're going to finish the tour there. Fantastic. So with, with with them four shows that I've done, um, I've, I, I can take that and then I can apply what I've learned to the big shows. So hopefully the Olympia show, Olympia shows, it's on a bigger scale and. Hopefully that could be a catalyst to hopefully move me to the next level again. That yeah. hopefully people start to go. Keep an eye yeah, on. Absolutely, and that's hopefully, and, and and I think it will, mate. And I think it's you said you're doing it all. You said, and I think what the what a lovely um, inspiration is for people, for actors who want to go out there, and not just that anyone who wants to 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 to, to go after something that they they've always wanted to. You, you know, you're not only you're doing all this, but you're balancing that between your personal life, your work as well. You're running, you said you're running a successful, a successful barbers that's been there for, for to, to, to be in business for that amount of time is incredible. And to still be doing it, you're balancing it all, but you're still no, chasing well, and going after you. Let's be honest, you it's not it's not easy. And mm-hmm. it's like, OK, so I I spent eight weeks. We drove the shop. We'll say that, you know, when we sold the tickets, we hadn't even written a fucking show, you know. <laughs> <laughs> No <laughs> five thousand tickets, and I didn't even have a show. I thought, right, okay, <laughs> but anyway, we pulled it off, and that's fine. Um, but eight weeks leading up to the show, I was just focused on that. Yeah. So it affected relationships with people, friends, and family. Um, I procrastinated because that's all that mattered. So certain bills never got paid. I neglected myself physically. Um, blah blah blah. So you know, it's. I'm not a fucking special, mate, because once them shows finished, I got a bit depressed. Not because I was on such a high and I had a drop. It's because I had to face all the shit and neglected. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So over the last, since the end of the show, that's what I've been doing. And, um, you know, getting back on track to go again. Yeah. So it's not easy. It, it's not. So it's one of them. But, it, you know, hopefully if I do make it through, I can look back at that and go, well, I fucking ain't it. Exactly. I ain't worked hard. Exactly, exactly, and you pro- the progress you've made already so far just shows you're in the right direction for it, mate. So, you know, just, just uh, keep going on with it, man. So, have you got... on, <laughs> hello, hey, this, that's the whole point of this. The whole point of this, uh, which also because just I want to, you know, I love to I want to promote promote yourself as well. But uh, you run, uh, you do a podcast as well that you're involved in, yeah. um, which you do uh, called How Are We Family? Uh, How tell are me, we Family? Tell me, uh, yeah. tell us a little bit about that if you don't mind. Well, um, 
It, it was Jazza Dickens, actually, the boxer. He um he come here to film at Christmas for Kenny's Christmas Carol. And I just, I've never met him, but I've always been a fan. And um as I walk out, goes, I want to do a podcast and I want you to do it with me. And I'm like, um <laughs> I don't know, you know. It's not because like I've got mates like Billy Moore, he does a podcast and a few others thoughts. That's their thing, you know what I mean? And um I thought, you know what? Fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. So we done it, and and it's the How Are We Family on podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both had a little break, but we got some big guests. We got like Darren Till, Tony Bellew. Yep. Um, we've got some pretty big names on there. Mm-hmm. They're just to name a few. So you know, we don't know like pulling these in. Um, anyway, so I had the shows again. It's about prioritizing. Jazz has just went for the world title in fourteen level one, but we just this is a secondary thing. Then we've got our primary thing. So yeah. Had a bit of a break from it, and um, we're gonna go back in October, and we're gonna have a new studio there in the Shankly Hotel, and you know it's all it's all good. Fantastic, yeah. love it, man, love it. So, is there anything? Um, any simply you sort of any any uh, kind of thing that you'd any sort of thing that you'd love to work on yourself? If you have got any ideas for any films coming up yourself, separate from you know the the work that you've been doing, or is it? Just I'd, I'd, I'd love to. I'd love to. I'd love to take these characters. And create a show. Um, yeah. We were working with a producer last year. It hasn't sort of gone anywhere, but you know, we we went to Channel Four, we went to the BBC, and we got some good feedback. Um, so we've learned a lot. We've we've evolved, and that is my goal. Is to, that sun's blind? And sorry, it's it, a- that's my. I'll move over here. That's that's my goal, and. Yeah, that's what I want. And it, do you know what, Drew? It would have been so hard for me to have said that maybe two years ago or a year ago. Yeah. Because my self-esteem or my, my mentality, it would have been like, people like me don't do that. And yeah. I think when I do say that now, I say I want my own show on TV. And that would have been hard for me to say, but yeah. I can believe I want it now. And if I want it, I can yeah. work towards it. That might, that might resonate with you, but it will resonate with others maybe. Absolutely. Um, I think we hold ourselves back sometimes. Yeah, um, I totally agree, mate. Totally agree. So my ultimate goal is to get my own show with these Fantastic. characters and to do live shows. Fantastic. And if we do, if we get a TV show, that will fuel it to sell the live shows out. Yeah. And then the the ultimate the ultimate ultimate goal is to just do what I enjoy doing with yeah. the people I enjoy being around. That's the closest thing to happiness I think you can get. Yeah. Big cars, Absolutely. big houses. Not they're all secondary. You know, unless you're in that good environment and that good place, nothing's worth a fucking wank. Perfectly said. Perfectly said, man. Perfectly said. Oh, mate, John, listen, I appreciate you, you coming to chat to me, mate. It's been thanks for being so open and and straight about everything. It's uh, it's been. I think it's really inspirational your, your journey so far because you know there's all this. You know, there's, there's still plenty of places to go, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing your success. And hopefully, we'll get an opportunity to work together at some point as well. So we keep crossing yeah. paths without meeting. You know, at some point, I'm sure we will. I'll see you in Primark one day. Probably all right, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right, John. Right. You're all right. So, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. That was a negative comment on the podcast, John. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Uh, absolute pleasure. You t- you take it easy and thanks again. And um, and I'll speak to you very soon, mate. Brilliant. Nice one, Drew. Cheers. Thanks, John. Cheers.